Jackson. This is Mr. Frank Dukes. Are our rooms ready? Mr. Lin in room 310 wants to see you after you check in. Who the hell's Mr. Lin? I'm Lin. You Jackson? You look like a Jackson. That will make you Frank Dukes. No, no, no. It's Dukes. Gotcha. Like, put up your Dukes, right? Welcome, everyone, to My Bleeding Ears, episode number 56. Is that right, 56? I, think, I thought it was 55. You're supposed to keep count. Ah, I'm not good at counting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a special episode. We have Insane Mike from Attack of the Killer podcast with us today. Hey, everybody. And, is, uh, and of course, Jessalyn's with us. It's 56. Hi, everyone. Hey, yay, 56. <laughs> And unfortunately, Jessalyn will not be joining us next week, but I do have another guest host filling in. And uh, I have a pretty funny movie that we're going to talk about. Well, funny to me. It's not the funniest ever, but <laughs> it's, a, it's it, kind of dark. Yeah, it is. But it, it made me laugh because I'll just I'll, I'll, Stallone's in the movie and he has probably like eight lines. But <laughs> and, you know, I, I usually do a kill count. I'm going to do a Stallone line count in this movie just to make sure it's eight. <laughs> it may be about 12 or 16 lines, but yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> well, anyway, um, Mike, thank you for coming on. Uh, Thanks awesome. for having me. We uh, finally got to meet you at Halloween of Palooza. Yeah, it's the, fun. the you guys put on in Ottumwa, Iowa, and you guys are doing it next year again. So I can't wait yep. to be there. Yeah, can't wait to have you guys back. Get to hang out somewhere. Yeah, it'd be a nice, cool little trip. Uh, I have a few friends that live in Missouri, so we'll probably make that same trip again where we go out to there, and then we'll come back and. Hang out in Iowa for a bit, and uh, maybe we'll stay. We'll come in a little earlier, and we'll maybe we'll make this like a whole week thing that we do because we only had uh, I was like four days to do this. To, uh, so yeah, I'll plan it out a little better so we can check out Iowa and Ottumwa mm-hmm. a little more. It's a cool little town. Why, thank you, thank you. How long have you guys? How long have you been there? Uh, I've lived in Ottumwa now for oh my god, it's been. 16, 17 years? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds about right. Okay. And wow. how long have you guys been uh, doing Attack of the Killer podcast? Attack of the Killer podcast has been, I think we started our, I'm going to say this wrong and Jason will yell at me later. Um, <laughs> I think we just started our eighth year. Yeah. Okay. So that's eight great. years? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And it, it seems like you have like a revolving cast. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. Um we kind of talk. We kind of joke about it, like uh, like it's our um, season <laughs> of Saturday Night. Oh no, not Manu. We always compare it to Saturday Night Live, so it's like the new new cast, the new ah, season. I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, see, I, yeah, you guys are too old to be Menudo too. So that's that was my whole thought on it. <laughs> uh, so do people just leave, or and then other people join, or how does that usually work? Yeah, it's usually kind of, you know, like different things come up for different people and and uh, you know, we we've 
done we've posted every other week now we've not missed a single week posting an episode now for you know eight years so yeah so you know some people you know kind of get burnt out with that schedule other people just get like too busy or other things come up or you know maybe they switch jobs and it just doesn't mesh with our recording schedule so you know a lot of different factors and so you know it's it's so it's cool. It's kind of become a thing where, you know, get some, and it's nice too, getting some new blood on the show from right, time. Yeah. yeah, like a fresh perspective. I agree. Exactly. And it's cool because, like, now we can go back and talk about films that we talked about way back at the beginning that, you know, from, from a whole new, va- uh, you know, perspective with a whole new crew. So, do you ever go back and listen to your old episodes? It's been a while since I've dug through the old vault, I guess you could say. Uh, um, I used to listen to the older ones pretty regularly, but the problem with the older shows, um, and I, I guess not really a problem, but we, we were in, we were nuts those first few, those first few years where it was our goal to kind of do like four or five hour episodes. So those early shows kind of a chore to get through, um, uh-huh. Uh, I mean, it's still all great content. Don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, who's got time to sit there for four or five hours straight, right? So, right, exactly. You know, um, so it's nice to, you know, break it up into chunks and whatnot. But I, I've, I've kind of learned with talking with other friends who do listen to the show or have left the show and come back listening to it um, that uh, we don't need to do those longest shows anymore. So, and we're getting, we're all getting old. So it's like we can't. <laughs> We can't do these marathon five-hour shows anymore, so we usually keep it to two or three hours now. So yeah, I uh, recorded with you guys. What was that last week? I want to say. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Right uh, for an episode for an upcoming episode. And yeah, it, it went on for like three hours, but I could have gone for an, on for another five because it's <laughs> it's cool talking with you guys because we all know all the same things and we can all. Or well, not say like not necessarily know all the same things, but we can all turn each other on to kind of the same things. And it was cool listening to you guys talk because I was like, oh wow, you know, uh, this is normal. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. like the the weird one out here. We're 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 talking about facing our action figures in a certain way, or having <laughs> our DVDs separated from our VHS, or else you know uh, the world would explode, kind of thing. So <laughs> it's kind of see like the little nuances with the. Uh, the cast members and kind of comparing them to my own and being like, Oh, you know, this, um, uh, this is human, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Monsters put their DVDs and VHSs together. That's what I want to know. Well, (laughs) not, not one of their hosts had, man. He was, he was very indignant about that. Like he he scoffed. I'm right there with you, Tad. But he, he scoffed also at the Blu-rays integrating with the DVDs also. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, and that's the beauty thing about the show. That's always been the base of the show, our show, is that uh it all started with, you know, you know, we're also, you know, Jason and I are also filmmakers and we used to be part of this group called the Iowa Digi- Iowa Digital Filmmakers Guild and we would drive 2 hours for meetings like once a month. And 
you know, we talk about our projects, you know, and other people talk about their projects. We'd, sh- we'd share things and resources and whatnot. And that was kind of what that group was all about. But once the meetings were done, we'd be like, hey, let's all go out to eat. And we'd go to the Taco John's there in town. And we would sit there and just talk movies until literally they had to kick us out because they were closing. And then we'd stand out in the parking lot and talk for about another hour about movies. So... <laughs> And I always thought it would be just so cool being a fly on the wall during those conversations to the point where I'm just like, we should start a podcast and just do (laughs) this. Do what we do once a month eating Taco John's, but do it as a podcast. So that's what it was. It was a group of friends to similar interest, which is horror movies. Um, But it's cool because, you you know, as the the cast rotates, it's pretty cool because, you know, getting people with different tastes within the genre – and I've been introduced to so many awesome movies that either A, I've never heard of, or B, I probably never would have given them the time of day if it wasn't for these discussions on this show. So, yeah, That's pretty awesome to, to have people like that who know their shit. You know, it's, it's really cool to listen to your podcast because people know what they're talking about. And everyone pretty much knows what they're talking about, for the most part. Um, I'm sure people, you know... Uh, won't have as much information on the subject, so they'll say a little bit about it, but not as much as, say, someone else. But it's cool how all you guys are, are coherent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we try to be anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this is part of the show where we like to talk about stuff that we've seen lately. And, Jessalyn, why don't you tell us what we've seen lately? So the first movie that we saw over the weekend was it was Larry's birthday weekend, so he got to pick. I want to make that very clear. <laughs> well, I didn't get to watch what I wanted to watch, which was the new Death Wish movie, which looks horrible. Yeah, you had to buy that. So yeah, it was decided like, not to do yeah, that. I don't want to give that movie that much money. Right. Like five is a fiver will do. You know, I I can, I can always watch the Charles Bronson. Hey, you. You know, I can watch those at <laughs> any time I want. I begged him not to make me watch those. So instead, he picked something worse. <laughs> um, it was available for free on Amazon Prime. We watched Rampage. Yeah, Rampage. <laughs> at first glance, when you see the trailer for this movie and you know of the video game, it can kind of anger you a little bit because the grill is white. It's not white in the video game. Uh, the lizard is more of a Godzilla, and the wolf you know, is like a werewolf, not like a real wolf. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, at first, the fanboy is like, dude, this is all messed up and wrong. <laughs> but then they took a look at Rampage, and I'm like, man, Rampage just stole all this shit from other places. So, okay, I yeah. get why they can't have a Godzilla or a brown gorilla or, well, they still could have had the werewolf dude there, but I can see why they changed it. Yeah. Well, I guess they were trying to make something original. Something original out of two things <laughs> that that totally stole from each other. So, well, so so tell us about this movie. It starts it starts out with Marley Shelton, and I was really excited about that. Then five minutes later, Marley Shelton is dead. Yep, because a mutant <laughs> rat destroyed her. And well, well, the way it scratched like her escape pod to go back to Earth, and like it broke on reentry, and she got fried. Yeah, Mike. I hope that it's not. I hope we're not spoiling this for you, or that you don't care that we're spoiling. You this shouldn't for you. care about this movie. <laughs> you know, we won't spoil it anymore. Don't waste your time. No, right. here's, here's your spoiler. Talk about uh, what you want. You're not going to spoil anything for me. You're cool. Right. That's fine. <laughs> Have you be- ever beaten the video game? I've never beaten it. I mean, I've played it a lot, but I've yes. never beaten it. No. I have beaten it, and it took forever and it was the most monotonous thing in the world <laughs> yeah and did it and this is like 
younger me too so there were like no drugs involved so it was just straight you know hey let's play nintendo rampage all night and yeah that was that was it and mountain dew (laughs) and hormones all over the place but anyway uh (laughs) yeah what do you expect out of this movie it did what it it wanted to do it had a bunch of animals wrecking things in a city which it does and it does actually kind of well and then let's throw in the rock too fuck it a little bit of downtown chicago right by my work building which i kind of got a kick out of but they didn't destroy your building they did not destroy my building i was bummed about that but they destroyed (laughs) all the buildings around it or like up the street on wacker too bad movie jesselin could have gone couldn't have gone to work then yeah (laughs) (laughs) so this is yeah this is a, a c movie for me it did what it was supposed to do but yeah whatever how about you it's a D. I mean, the, <laughs> the Rock isn't even charming in this. And The Rock is charming. So, I don't know. Yeah. Meh. You can pass on it, Mike. Well, you can watch, you well, know, watch the action scenes. It's, you it's know, you've got kids. Your kids might like it. Watch it. Well, that's, yeah. that's the aggravating thing. I really wanted to see this in the theater. I really did. My son, he's 10. And he like he likes giant monsters. He, he likes Godzilla and stuff and whatnot. But I don't know. He but he's also scared of everything, which I get. Being the horror freak that I am now, I was just <laughs> as bad as he was when I was his age. Uh, if he knows I'm watching a horror movie, he will not walk into the. He won't even walk into the room, let alone look at the TV. So, so there's something about the trailer that just was a trigger for him. I'm like, nope, I don't want to see this. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's giant. It's giant monsters beating up a city. What do you? What more do you want? But he didn't want, and that's what that's all I expect out of it. So I'm not going in and expecting Citizen Kane or anything. But I do have a, yeah. But I do have a question. Being a you know fanboy of the video game, were you in? If you were that upset about them changing the color of the fur of the gorilla, were (laughs) you? Were you equally as upset of the overall concept being different? Because weren't all those once you once the the Monster was defeated, right? It would crash down to the ground and then turn back into a human. Yeah, because they were like scientists. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. So they changed all of that, right? Yep. Why even call it rampage? <laughs> it's called monsters because fucking things up with the rock. That's don't a... call it rampage because dudes your age are going to be like, I played that video game. I want to go see that movie. And dudes your age are the ones who have money. True. You have a good point there. Yeah. Funny thing is that you watched it with me. So it was your birthday. <laughs> You're lucky it wasn't Death Wish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next movie that we saw, uh, older one too, it was <laughs> Sleep Away. No, not Sleep Away. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 4. Wow. Uh, yeah. it's, have you seen this one, Mike? Is this the I, I get the later ones confused. Is this the the toy maker one? No, that's no, five. That's five. Four oh, crap. is initiation. It's the witch one. Oh, yeah. I've seen it, but I don't remember this one. Okay. Good. You're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's it's, yeah. It's probably a good reason why I don't remember it. But and I got I got kind of excited about this movie because I saw who the director was. It was Brian Usna, and he's done that's other right. movies that I've enjoyed. Which aren't necessarily good, like that Faust movie and uh, yeah. Beyond Reanimator and a bunch of other films. So I was kind of like somewhat looking forward to this, and just and I've read nothing about this movie, any of the background or anything like that. 
So I pretty much think is that this was a movie called, what, The Initiation? Initiation, and, yeah. And then they just slapped the Silent Night, Deadly Night thing on it because they had a couple of Christmas, a couple scenes with the Christmas tree in it. That's pretty much it. Well, and that, that's, that's par for the course with that franchise. Anything after, I think, part three. Right. Everything else, you know, and it, that was par for the course with a lot of franchises. Like your um, prom night movies were that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of those, a lot of those, like straight to video franchises. Um, so, 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 do you think, you know, because John Carpenter wanted to go that way with the Halloween franchise, right? With part three, and yeah. everyone hated part three. Do you think if they would have kept going, it would have gone the same way as prom night? And do you think they dodged a bullet by? having michael myers come back into the film that that is exactly what it what was you know you're right that was the plan that like every movie after part three was just going to be the whole franchise was going to be a quote-unquote anthology right um so if three was successful that we would probably have never seen michael myers again true yeah so who knows because i know like at one point Joe Dante was attached to direct part three. That would have been, or was wow. it direct? Either he was, I can't remember if he was actually attached to at one point to direct part three, or if he was interested in doing another one, if part three was successful. So who knows what cool stuff we would have seen if they did go that route, you know, but then again, I, I know I would be sad if we would never gotten to see Michael Myers again. True. Absolutely. Although a lot of those Michael Myers movies are pretty bad. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know. I love. I still love them all. Oh Except yeah, I mean, Halloween Resurrection. That, movies that can garbage. be bad, and you can still like them. That's oh that's yeah, great about film. That's the majority of my top 100, man. It's shitty <laughs> movies that I love. But at least, I mean, Season of the Witch. My understanding is that it was still supposed to be a Halloween movie. It wasn't just, well, we made this movie, we're gonna slap Halloween on it. Right? right, right, yeah, it was always right. that. Yeah. Right, whereas Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, it was a totally different movie. And they're like, how do we market this in the United States? Uh, Silent Night, Night, Deadly Night, Night 4. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we'll call it, yeah. <laughs> uh, what other film did we We saw, um, you know. Krampus. 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 So I have rent, we rented Krampus because I we saw it in the theaters, and I was not impressed. And so oh, bummer. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did you like it or no? I loved it. This is an annual Christmas movie for me now. Yeah, so I wasn't impressed. So I thought maybe I'm being—I'm kind of in the minority of people who didn't really think mm. it was that great. So I thought I'm going to rent it. I'm going to give it another chance. Maybe I was in the wrong mood. Maybe I didn't really, you know, give it a chance. I don't know. I still—I feel like the—it's supposed to be sort of a horror comedy, and I just didn't. I feel like it's still kind of joyless, even when it's trying to be yeah. silly. I still am not having any fun. I don't know. I, I think the tone is off for the yeah. movie. It never really picks a tone. It's always in between two, and it just really never found its footing from there. I still enjoyed it. I don't think it's great, but I... It's not bad, this yeah. Guy, it's not like a bad movie like at a, all. B-minus, C-plus, I think. And I love Michael Doherty, and he's doing the next Godzilla yes, movie, yes. you know? It's wonderfully acted. I mean, you got totally Tony Collette, Adam Scott. Like, yeah. Well, I can't complain about those two actors, but, eh. Yeah. But okay. you like it, though, Mike, right? Yeah. I, I do, and like I said, I watch it every Christmas. But I, I get where you guys are coming from on it. There's, there's some of the... Because I even remember the first time watching it when I saw it in the theater, thinking... 
am I is this part supposed to be funny or scary? Yeah. I had some of those moments um uh watching the film. I'm trying to remember uh I think I think one of them was like the gingerbread attack scene, you know, with the yes. gingerbread men. I'm like, is this supposed to be funny or scary? I'm not sure. Exactly. So, yeah. And there are movies that pull it out like American Werewolf in London is both and they it pulls off both. I I yeah. laugh, I'm scared, I'm I cry at the end. But I just don't think Krampus pulled that off for me. That's all. Here's my thing, and um if you are putting comedy in a horror film or you're doing a <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> a horror comedy, um the comedy has to come from the the character the the characters and their reactions to the situation. Once you try to interject comedy into the horror element of it, that's when it doesn't work. And if those gingerbread guys are supposed to be funny, that de- that is detracting from from everything, from either the comedy or the horror aspect of it. You know, I mean, again, yeah, go back and look at some of your more successful horror comedies. You know, American Werewolf in London is an amazing example because the comedy comes from the people and how they react to the situation and not yeah. and anytime that werewolf is on screen, look the F out. Right. Right. But, yeah. but it's, it's everybody's reaction to what's going on is, is, is what makes it funny. Yeah, you're right. And I think we're American werewolf in London. It doesn't take itself too seriously. And I think Krampus kind of does take itself a little too seriously, but it also has gingerbread monsters in it. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree with, I, you know, I agree with both of you guys yeah. on this one. <laughs> but I just, I thought it did a lot of great fun, I thought it did a lot of great fun things um, with, with elements of Christmas and putting that into a horror situation, um, you know, beyond the gingerbread men. That was probably the weakest, that was probably the weakest sauce for me, yeah. but. I love the look of Krampus and yes. dealing with yes. the whole lore of that. I love the message on on the consumerism of the Christmas holiday and Agreed. poking and poking fun at that. And that and that ending. Oh, that ending. Yeah. The ending's super, pretty dark. Yeah. yeah. Super dark ending for a movie that is supposed to be comedy. So like again, I get it where it feels disjointed, but uh, I love that ending cuz it is so super dark. Yeah. I guess I was expecting Gremlins, and I got something else. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, I I was just expecting something else when I went in there, and that can throw you off sometimes. Yeah, I think yeah, and Gremlins get brought gets brought up a lot when comparing it to um, comparing it to Krampus, and and I agree. You know, obviously Gremlins is a much superior film, and I think like I think that's one of the rare cases where the horror element does interject a lot of comedy because a lot of comedy comes from what the gremlins are doing too. So. Right. Which is scary and funny all at the same time. Yeah. 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 And, but that uh, dealing with a situation like that takes a very special skill. But again, again, it's like, you're not laughing. It's not like uh, the gremlins are doing pratfalls or pies in the face and or stuff like that. They are, they are being mischief and and funny to them while they are going around murdering a town you know yes yes it's like the character the joker from batman i think joker works really when at the the best the best writing of the joker is when he could be super dark and evil and scary and you wouldn't want to be in the same room with him 
But his antics kind of make you laugh, but then you're kind of questioning why are you laughing at this? Absolutely. Yep. I'm going to make this pencil disappear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, letter grade for Krampus, Mike? Oh, I give it a B. B. Jesslyn? C plus, B minus. Yeah, I'm around the I same. I really want to like it, but I just... Yeah, same here. I really do, yeah. too. But the filmmaking is great. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Check it out. <laughs> You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. German film from Olaf Ittenbach, The Burning Moon. <laughs> Speaking of pulling off horror and comedy. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> is that intentional comedy or unintentional comedy? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know, but I laughed quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So this is a shot on video gore film. From Germany, uh, I haven't seen any of uh, Olaf Inbach's other movies. Uh, have you, Mike? I know you're, you're a fan of uh, shot-on-video gore films. Yes, I am a huge fan of shot-on-video gore films. I'm also a huge fan of this particular era, late 80s, early 90s, German gore extreme films. So, yes, I've seen, I've seen a lot of his um, earlier films. Um, if you guys... And I guess we'll get to it. If you guys liked Burning Moon at all, I highly, highly, highly recommend, uh, and I'm probably saying it wrong, uh, Primutos, P-R-E-M-U-T-O-S. I think uh, it's also known as like the Fallen Angel. Uh, It's from 97. Right, that's one of his later, well, not later, but uh, later 90s ones. I I was looking up today, and I was just, wow, he's done a lot of film. I didn't know he did that many. Yeah, he's done a lot, but that one... That one's one of the best examples of this era of German do-it-yourself extreme. It was like it was almost like a whole movement, um, uh, and uh, at that time because so many of them just came out of the woodwork of doing these like no-budget shot either on like eight millimeter or sixteen millimeter or sh- a lot of them shot on video of these movies of where it just really feels like their excuse was just to make a movie where they could just 
throw as much gore in it as possible. Right. And and so yeah, I highly recommend a, a Primatos uh, if you could find that one. So this movie is pretty much uh, kind of an anthology. I would say it starts out with uh, like this young dude goes into a job interview <laughs> with his uncle <laughs> and he goes in dressed like a dude from like a metal dude from the 80s. Pants mm-hmm. are all ripped up and he's smoking in the interview and he asks for a beer. And, he like, like, rolls a joint in the middle of the interview. Oh, yeah. He's like, there's no smoking in here, sir. And he's like, oh, OK. <laughs> so he like leaves the interview, meets his buddy in the parking lot and they drink some beers and get into a gang fight. And then, then he walks away, and I'm sure a, p- a few people died in this gang fight, but he walks away unscathed, kind of goes home. His mom gets pissed at him, and his dad gets in an argument. And they're going out, and he's got has to like um, babysit his, his uh, little sister, who's like 10. Uh, so he's pretty pissed off about that. He shoots some, it looks like, uh, you know, when you have a glow stick, and you, you crack it, and you leave it alone for about, like, a week and then you come back to it and it's just like all faded and everything. It looks like he shot that up <laughs> and then he got high and then he saw the burning moon <laughs> and that's pretty much all the burning moon comes into the movie. I think is just this dude gets high and with his mullet and he sees the burning moon and then he goes and starts telling uh, two different stories, uh, bedtime stories to his little sister. And the first one is about a serial killer who breaks out of a mental institution to go on a date with a girl. Um, <laughs> hey, man. Fuck it. If you're going to break out, might as well be in for that, you know? Yeah. Uh, he... <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, the girl finds out that he's a serial killer. She leaves her wallet in his car. <laughs> and then he goes and... He goes kind of on a little mini rampage there. Uh, he... Right when he breaks out, he steals a car hits another guy, gets out of that car, steals another car, and then goes on his date. We don't know he's the date yet until, like, they're in the car making out, and he freaks out, needs to buy cigarettes. And then you hear on the radio, hey, there's this guy, this the car he stole, and he looks like this. And she realizes she's in the car. With him, and with then him, she yeah. books, you know, and gets into a cab and leaves her wallet. And he finds it, he freaks out, picks up a hooker about a minute later, and cuts her head off, uh, proceeds to drive to his date's house. But before then, he, while he's in at the stoplight, he cuts the, the hooker's head off. And there's a guy behind, and he starts hogging, like, hey, get out of the way, asshole. And the dude just opens up the sunroof. Not, And it wasn't a sunroof where, like, you press a button and it goes down. He had to, like, <laughs> wind it down. Manual. He has a manual. He has a manual. And he's, I guess he's trying to do it the cool way. And he throws the head out the back of the, uh, on the top of the car and onto the top of the other car and back. And the guy's like, oh, fuck. And then, of course, you know, this comes into play later. <laughs> 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 Which I did not see coming. So, yeah, this movie does have surprises in it. <laughs> so the serial killer makes it to the girl's house, kills her parents, her sister. Uh, her sister's date comes by, and that poor, what was his name, Gary or George or something like that? Oh, I forget already. Yeah, it was something, yeah, he didn't last very long. He comes to pick up his girlfriend, and, and he gets decapitated, too. Yeah, right. I mean, as soon as we saw him, I went, ah, oh, bye, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not lying. He yeah. opens the door and gets his head chopped <laughs> Didn't even get a SAG card for that one. Don't get me wrong. There are some scenes that are so brutal, I did cringe a little bit, but mm-hmm. then there are scenes like... 
the boyfriend gave you those chopped off. And the, the sunroof that you have to wind up <laughs> in. Just, I don't know. They've got to be intentionally funny, they right? Are. There's no way I, that was unintentional. I think they are. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a full-blown comedy, but yeah, I think there are some... They're fucking with you in a way. Right. And at the end of the, his the serial killer's rampage, he is about to kill our, our his, his date for the night. And the guy he threw the severed head at, it was actually a cop, and he followed him there. And blows his head off. It was probably about the the same guy who did the head explosion in Dawn of Dead in the beginning, where they're going through the apartment building and and Wooly kicks the door open and he, hey, and he blows that one dude's head off. I think it was the same person because it was just like that. And uh, <laughs> which I believe is one of your favorite films too, isn't it? Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead is like yeah, my all the original Dawn of the Dead is yes. my all time favorite movie. Yeah. yeah, same here, along with Aliens. That's nice. And that's like one of the most, that was the scariest movie to me ever for a long time was Dawn of the Dead. It wasn't necessarily the zombies. It was just always thinking like, oh, crap, if this ever happened, like, who would I talk to, you know? (laughs) The whole idea of it scared me and not like the zombies itself. Mm -hmm. Anyway, off topic here. Um, All right, so this first segment, it was actually done quite well considering it was probably filmed in the late 80s shot on video and i just think it was kind of done well considering those those facts what do you think Justin? yeah i agree i think the gore effects are equal parts disgusting and like monty python You're right <laughs> <laughs> and in you mike yeah i i totally agree and again being a fan of movies that are shot on vhs and and being a fan of this like this weird phase in in German horror films. Um, it's this uh, this director is it definitely kind of stands above some of the competition of that time. There was a film series. Um, I uh, do I even want to attempt to say the director's name? I'm terrible at names, guys. I'm just telling you that right now. Uh, terrible at pronunciations. What's that? Is that the guy who did Necromantic or? Well, him, him, but he—he's on a completely different level, I think, than some of these other guys. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm talking about the guy who made the Violent Shit series. Okay. Um, what's his name? Uh, Andreas Skinaz. <laughs> oh my God, I'm ter- I'm terrible. Anyway, you know, watching a lot, like watching his films, for example, they are extremely amateurish. Like his movie Zombie Ninety is is even for me is tough to sit through. It is it is so amateurish and like I feel like a lot of these filmmakers are those metalhead kids from the eighties that are like, hey, we got a camera, we know how to do some special effects, let's do something extreme. Hey, you know, man, that's, that's, that's yeah, it's like, oh, what's a script? You know, like it's just all an excuse to do extreme gore, but um. But this movie and and his other films, uh, comparatively to other film, like especially the Violent Shit series, um, comparing to that filmmaker, is, is so much well well more crafted. Um, yeah, are are all the effects top notch? No, not really. Um, does the does the story? Uh, is there really good stories? No, not really. Like the the second story when the the bad guy dies, he goes to hell, and I kind of think like. 
um, he forgot what movie he was making because it's like 10, 15 minutes of this guy in hell and we're seeing all <laughs> this massive gore stuff happening in hell. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute, what does this have to do with anything? <laughs> so long. But I, yeah. do, I have one thing I want to say about it, but I'll wait until we get through the second segment. <laughs> but Well, maybe we can start. So the <coughs> our second segment here is... About a, it starts out with this guy, uh, this woman's leaving her house and she's riding her bike and she gets hammered in the head by this guy and he rapes her, then he kills her. Then the next scene we find out he's a priest and um, doing her funeral, doing her funeral yeah. even. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we get, everyone is in, everyone who went to the wake is blaming this kind of slow guy who works at like a farm that he did it. And the, uh, the one guy, uh, the priest ends up, he ends up killing more people and blows his own head off after all this for, we, we learned that he's, uh, 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 he follows the, the book of Satan. Maybe, I don't know. It was a, yeah. it like a satanic Bible of some sort. Mm-hmm. And I guess he, he killed someone. Then his next thing was to blow his own head off. And then we never see him again <clears throat> until um, the uh, the townspeople finally get fed up and are like, hey, let's, you know, let's hire this one guy to kill the slow guy, which he ends up doing. And then the one guy who uh, who killed him, we he ends up going to hell through like a tummy ache, it seems like. <laughs> and that's what we're talking about, that whole 15 minute scene of. of so I guess the guy's in hell right now, and there's people in dog cages, and there, there's organs and bodies and body parts everywhere. So yeah, that scene did go on for a little while. It's like, yeah, 15 minutes of torture, which is so long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really long. Yeah. Well, all I wanted to say about it was that that is really one of the most brutal rape scenes that I've had to sit through. And that's when I was like, you know, I think I might actually hate this movie instead. And as soon as that scene came up, I was like, oh, she's going to fucking hate this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know it's going to happen already. But it's sort of a vindication to see that him getting tortured in hell. Right. But yeah. after like 10 minutes, I was like, all right, well, I no, I get it. I'm glad he's getting tortured, but can we wrap this up? I don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the, and the fact that it it does go on forever, but then you, the audio of the scene, of just of him screaming over like looping his scream over and over and over again, makes it feel like thirty minutes is going by. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was um, I did like how they dismembered the dude though. <laughs> oh yeah, it was yeah. awesome. It That's what was. <laughs> originally sold me on this movie because the first time I ever heard of this movie was probably back i want to say 1994 or 1995 and i saw the trailer for this and it was before this real death kind of um movie series kind of like faces of death but real it was called traces of death yeah and this was uh traces of death four and they showed the preview for this movie before actual like people getting murdered and stuff and i was always like intrigued by it because there's like a guy like the announcer was just some weird guy going the burning moon like that (laughs) and it showed that pretty much the whole scene of that guy getting ripped in half like corkscrewed and stuff (laughs) so i was sold on this movie yet i could never 
really get my hands on it back at that time. Yeah. And it was always just a running joke with my brother and I, like the burning moon. And, and finally I saw it, and so I had to make it a movie of the week. And yeah, it just came before Traces of Death 4 along with this other movie that I, I recently, I saw a few years ago was uh, The Men Behind the Sun. Oh, yeah. It was just a pretty brutal movie, man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it is. Yeah, it's, that uh, one is. The Japanese experimenting on the Chinese during World War Two. Oh, yikes. And it was, it's pretty brutal, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even know if there is a, even a semblance of a story in that movie. It just no. feels like it's just vignettes of one torture scene after another. That's pretty much, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yikes. So, <laughs> when I'm did you... I'm I can skip that <laughs> when did you first see The Burning Moon? Uh, to be honest, um, probably like a year ago when I uh, we uh, when we were going to talk about it on our podcast. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. I, that's the problem with a lot of. I mean, I feel like it's a little easier nowadays with with uh, YouTube and stuff. I've been able to find some of these lost films on on YouTube. But that's the problem with movie these these German movies I keep talking about. There's so many of them. That I've never seen because I just can't find them. Right. So. It's a um, like big scene for German gore movies in the United States even. You know, or anywhere. Or anywhere to just get subtitles for the things. Because I know The Burning Moon is on YouTube. But I could There's no subtitles. But now yeah. as I figure things out, I really didn't need them for that movie anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you brought up Necromantic before. Like, Necromantic... Is is probably one of the more famous films from that era that that I keep bringing up, and it's it's always been a pain in the butt to get a good good copy of this movie. Right, I remember yeah. I remember its first distribution in the states was on VHS by Film Threat, and that was that went out of print super fast, and then. Um, then when it got a DVD release, it went out of print faster than it than it got released. And then, like, I think the blue, and then it got Blu-ray release, and I think it's out of print. Like, it just, Uh-oh. it just does not stay available very long. And I, I may, I don't know if that has anything to do with the content of the film or what, but I had to first watch it on a uh, crappy uh, bootleg VHS Same movie here. back in the day. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yep, parts one and two was parts a, was a bootleg, bootleg of a bootleg even. But then he did this like serial killer film after the Necromantic films called um, Schism or something like that. Yeah. And I still have never been able to find a copy of that. Hmm. So. So, yeah. So I had not seen Burning Moon till like probably about a year ago. So. Okay, cool. Uh, we have 25 kills in this movie. Oh. That's it, right? I thought there'd be more. I didn't count a lot of the gang kills. I didn't really see anyone die oh, too much. Fight. Yeah, oh, the gang yeah. fight. Yeah, the gang fight. Sorry, because it seemed excessive to me, but yeah, the gang fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the movie ends oh, with, yeah. um, you know, the brother telling the last of the story, and we see that he's actually stabbed his sister, and then he goes and he kills himself. And end of movie. Pretty Nihilistic film, I guess, right? Yeah, that part is not funny. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. That dude was pretty good in the movie, though. I, mean, I really didn't like him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, he was the worst. Good job, <laughs> mullet, long-wearing dude from the 80s. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe it, it was... this. Hell, this movie could have been filmed in, like, mid, mid-90s. mid 
Because, like, I, I guess, well, I'm sure people in Germany didn't get all the shit that we have now. So I think they're behind, like, 10 years. So it would make sense if it was, you know, shot in 1995. But we have no breasts, no penises. Mm-hmm. We were close to seeing both of those many times, but never got, never saw any of those. Yeah. Uh, what's your final grade, Jessalyn? I mean, I'm... I'm going to give it a C plus because that rape scene was so brutal. And the death of the sister in the first one was also Yeah, brutal. that like, was, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. for a long time, and I was like, okay, I'm not having fun anymore. But I'd probably give it a higher letter grade were it not for those two things. Because I did laugh quite a bit. Do you think that one, the, the scene that led up to the, the rape, the hit with the hammer, though, was was kind of... It was really brutal along the lines of that hammer hit in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Where it kind of came out of nowhere. and you're, shocking. You're, yeah, it's very mm-hmm. shocking. And that, that sound effect really sells it for you. And that really, that part of that scene, I thought was very, was done really well. And I can do without rape scenes, really. I, I don't think, <laughs> yeah, sure, they could be used to further a plot and everything. And it does in this movie, but I don't think it was necessary, really. I don't think, yeah, it needed to be so graphic. But right. whatever, your art is your art. Yeah, exactly. I take it or leave it, and I would have left that. Part. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Um, letter grade from you, Mike? Uh, real quick before I give my letter grade, I want to I want to uh, throw out there what I thought my favorite, what my most gruesome scene was. Oh, okay. And it was during that torture hell scene. The shot him one shot in particular, and that's when he's got his teeth clenched and they're holding his head down and they take that hand drill to his teeth. Like, oh my god. Because the part that was the most disturbing about it for me, and I don't know if this would actually happen if you took a drill to teeth or not, but you see like the the shavings right, of yeah. the teeth sitting off to the side and just like you would on a like it would on a piece of wood, those like curly Q yeah. shavings. Yeah. That that freak that grossed me the F out. That would that right just <laughs> the shavings on the side. I'm like, oh man. I've had a root canal. That is kind of what a tooth does when you drill into it. (laughs) (laughs) That part is, yeah, that did make me cringe. (laughs) It's it's blissful, not blissfully, it's mercifully short. That's all. Yeah, Yeah, it was pretty quick. But yeah, it it did leave a mark, though. Yeah, that part is pretty pretty brutal. And yeah, this whole movie is pretty brutal. There's some, yeah. But yeah. along with uh, some intended laughs that we at least think they are. Yeah, well, I think they were. Mike, do you think they were intentional laughs? I do. Um, uh, maybe some. I don't know. Maybe some of them. It's re- it's really hard to tell because, again, watching a lot of these these movies from Germany, like I sit there and laugh at a lot of them at the same time thinking, I can't tell if these guys are <laughs> being serious or not. It's it's a tough call. It's a tough yeah. call, but uh, my overall letter grade on it, and and I'm kind of graving on a curve, based on movies shot on VHS. Yes. Um, I'm I probably would give it more of a B, um, because again, based on films that are shot on VHS, especially if we're gonna go that broad and not just talk about the German films. You know, especially because a lot of the a lot of those shot on VHS stuff from the from the states was you know stuff like Cannibal Campout or Video Violence. You know, they're just oh. they're just not that great of films. Woodchipper Massacre. That's that that one's <laughs> awesome. But anyway, um, 
but beyond that, they're just um, just as a quality of of film as a filmmaker, the quality of Burning Moon out surpasses a lot of that stuff from that sub 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 genre. So. Right. Mm-hmm. So it gets a total B for me. Yeah, I was just gonna ask you like where would you rank this among those films, and I would think probably higher, considering I mean you could have done a lot worse with the film itself. I th- I would probably go all the way to an A if I'm just grading it against other VHS <laughs> VHS films. But uh, but you know if I'm just an overall grade with a slight curve based on VHS, I'm going with a B. So I'm gonna go with you on that too. I saw there was potential in this movie and i think they did a pretty good job with the things that they had and that were at their disposal uh, i really didn't read all that much about the making of this movie but i mean i i don't even know if there's all that much out there about the making of this movie but um yeah so i'm gonna give it a b considering uh going with that curve also of being shot on video and just having uh, just being very amateurish yeah yeah, I'm kind of looking at good old IMDb right now, and <laughs> there's not a ton of information on it. Um, uh, there's the one bit of trivia, which I think is... Uh, oh, wait, am I looking at the wrong thing? <laughs> one of his other movies? Maybe I was looking at one of, the other, one of his other movies when I was just kind of scrolling through, because... I don't see it now, but it, the trivia was like something about after being banned in so many countries, there was still you know a lot of countries that um, thought the uh, the movie was glorifying the violence, and I'm just like, really? You think? <laughs> <laughs> no way, no. <laughs> no, we're not we're not splitting a guy in half. No way. <laughs> and I don't know if I I don't know if I agree with that, because then we get to hell and you get tortured for all the violent things that you did in your life. Oh, so. that's true. But it's, but it's, it's eye for an eye at that point. No pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> in and of itself glorifying violence, I suppose. <laughs> and there were a couple eyeball scenes in this one too. There's the, the corkscrew through the eye. Then that, oh. then the, then, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Then the, the serial killer made that girl swallow an eye. Swallow also. an eye. Yeah. That was bad. <laughs> and a lot of these German films, there's a lot of eye eye torture and genital mutilation. So, um, yeah, well, that's, I'm glad that's we only got the the first one out of that. <laughs> well, he also gets drawn and quartered, kind of. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> yep. I'm sure his genitals got destroyed somehow in that one. Yeah, yeah, well, because again, it's like they start the shot off right on his crotch as he's yeah. getting pulled in half. So that's what <laughs> I thought we were gonna get a penis, but yeah, yeah, you don't get to see the kibbles and bits, but uh, <laughs> the shot starts right on the crotch. So, <laughs> <laughs> any final thoughts, Jessalyn? That's pretty. We pretty much you said all you needed to yeah, say. Yeah, I laughed. I got upset a little bit, and I'm gonna leave it where it is. I think. And C plus. That's <laughs> a, that's a higher grade than I thought you were gonna give it. So. Yeah, because that rate team was real brutal. Yeah. Right? Was brutal. Yeah. No. Uh. You, Mike. Uh no, I think I think I said it everything I need to say. Yeah. I just okay. definitely check it out if you can find it. Yeah, it's it's kind. Of, it was tough to find at first. But then, um, I mean, we just went to uh, our uh, fire stick, and I spoke into it and said the burning moon. And it came up, and uh, yeah, it was like a little offset 
it's channel from Amazon called, called Horror, the, Horror TV. Sorry, yeah, Horror TV. It's actually only two bucks a month, so I might keep it yeah? for a month and see what else. Yeah, is see on what there. other fucking crap they have on there. Some <laughs> German <laughs> horror stuff. And, uh, some some uh, what's that? That as Joe Estevez movies or something on there would be great. <laughs> Yeah, I'm bummed because it was it was on Shutter for a long time, and that was one of the first things that really impressed me when I first got Shutter. Is I, you know, when I first got Shutter, I started scrolling through it, and boom, right away I find Necromantic on there. I'm like, really? <laughs> Holy cow! This 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 channel's legit. So exactly, yeah, they got some really cool stuff on there, not just horror movies either. They got some cool like. Um, Nikkei films, and uh, they have Beat Takeshi movies, like those uh, gangster films yeah. that are violent. So I, I would check those out if you ever uh, are on Shudder. Yeah. Did I also see that Joe Bob Briggs is going to have a weekly show now on Shudder? Yeah. Yeah, that's where I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, man, it's so great. I mean, uh, this is a dream come true, man. This is, this, of course, this show is semi-based on his show from a few things I like to steal from him, but he was my total inspiration to do this. And now to see him come back, it's just awesome. Oh yeah. So, so excited. So happy. You know, and we can all thank the fans for for bringing them back. You know, if it's the one time in internet history that crashing servers actually did some good. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And did you watch the Thanksgiving movies yet? Uh, I started to. I didn't get to watch them on Thanksgiving when it was live, which I was bummed about because I had to flip and work. But, uh, um, but I've been I've been slowly going through them. I've done the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and um, oh, what was the one after? Oh, Hills Have Eyes. But I still got to yeah. do the other two. So yeah, Dead or Alive is that that Mike movie, which I yeah, like. I was I like shocked. The first one. Yeah, I was shocked he had a Mike film on there. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I know. Just don't see part two and three if you do watch those movies. Part two did, and three are pretty bad. Did he do? Did Mike do all three of them? Yes, he did. And I'm sure he did them all back to back and like. Yeah, in a day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that man. It, that man. I, I feel like a lazy filmmaker whenever I think of Takashi Mike. So. <laughs> well, Mike, thanks again for stopping by and uh, recording with us. This is actually the first time I've used Skype to do one of the interviews. I usually like people next to me, but since I've I met all you guys and uh, from Attack of the Killer podcast, and uh, I've thrown out a line. If you guys ever want to be on, I'll let you guys know what movies yeah. are awesome. coming up, and we'd love to have you on, seeing how easy it is to do now, because <laughs> I'm, I'm semi-computer literate. Just not, I get kind of you know worried about things sometimes, like, hey, uh, I'll do this and I'll do that, and when it comes <laughs> to time, I'm like, oh, shit. You should see him type. It's adorable. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh because you sound just like me. So, <laughs> but right. I, I appreciate you guys having me on. This is awesome. I'm, I've been loving the show. You guys are great, Thanks. and it's a real honor to be on. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, thank you yeah, once again. And uh, everyone else, thank you for listening. I'm Larry and Jessalyn. We are signing off again with Insane Mike. So take it easy, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs>